You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts you'll ever need for your vehicle at rockauto.com. And be sure to tell them that Locked On sent you. (sighs) I didn't want to do this podcast. I didn't want to start off on this beautiful Monday in the great state of Arkansas talking about the end of the Razorback baseball season. But here we are. Arkansas loses in Game 3 of the Super Regionals to NC State by a final score of 3-2. to two. And just like that, the greatest regular season to ever occur in Razorback baseball history, the greatest run that you could have when it comes to your SEC play by winning the regular season and tournament title, all of that comes to an end. And we're going to have Dominic Ficacello for on again to talk more about it, but I just couldn't believe that it ended this way. Maybe it's that I didn't want to believe that it ended this way. I mean, it's because I tried to convince myself that nah, there's just no way. It'll all be fine. No problems. It's going to be all good. Well, that wasn't the case. You know, Arkansas was a fun team to really watch and cover this year. I mean, they did so many things right. They had lots of home runs. I mean, led the nation in home runs. They had a pitcher in Kevin Copps that is just the GOAT. Like, I mean, it doesn't get any better than what he was able to do this year. Uh, They also had some fun pitchers that added to that. I mean, Wicklander was really good. Uh, You saw Lil Lockhart almost get a perfect game. I mean, he always looks solid. Uh, you, you, You had a great series. I mean, really entertaining ones. And ones that when you got to game three of a lot of the series, everything was on the line, and Arkansas always came out on top. It was a great ride. But it ended too early. I know that everyone is disappointed and people are going to break down and describe what happened, why it happened, when it happened, you know, what what really went on here, how does how does this get fixed, who's to blame, all that stuff. But the thing is is that as much as I'd like to sit here and tell you that ah well, you know, it's just baseball, shrug it off. That's not as simple as that for most Razorback fans. I mean, that is the nature of the game is to see a game go like that and uh I mean, listen, there's a reason why so many of the number one overall seeds in NCAA tournament history have not won the championship. I mean, the only one to do it was 99 Miami. That's the only one. And there's a reason why, because it's extremely difficult to do. And I'm not taking anything away from what the players accomplished this year and all of that. It's just telling it like it is. It's a disappointing season, at least a disappointing end to the season. Because when you're number one in anything for a long period of time, when it actually matters the most, you expect to be there. You'd also expect to win it, but I'm expecting just to be there. To be in the conversation, to be in the mix, to be looked at as truly a team that is worthy of winning a national championship. 
and you're not there and you're not going to be there. But that's kind of what happens when you get into postseason play. All bets are off. NC State was one of the hottest teams in the country coming into this. And Arkansas had always found ways to win, and a lot of that had to do with clutch hitting. Um, obviously, big-time offense that got home runs and everything. Like That's what you felt like was going to happen again in this series. I mean, you bursted the doors open on Friday. You thought, 21-2? to Man, this could be this could be something. And then the next day you lose, and even though you lost, and I believe six to five was the final, even though you're lost, you're like, well, you didn't really use cops that much, and, and the mistake was put in cost you, and you haven't given up three home runs. But you know, any other day you win that one. And then when yesterday happened, it wasn't so simple. It was suddenly you looked like a very average team offensively. Kept swinging for the fences, going for the long ball, hard cuts. Not taking anything away from NC State because they deserved it, but it seemed like you just – the thing that got you there, you were trying so hard to do the same thing that it ended up costing you because you didn't have a second choice. You didn't have a, a next move that you could go to. It's just trying to swing and hit the hard balls and, and get out and, and hit home runs. I mean, the fact that there was only, I guess one, if you're going to count it, Charlie Welch, the only player that was hitting over 300 on the season. But the thing is, is he had about a third of the at-bats. You didn't have a lot of solid hitting as a team when it came to getting on base, but you were able to be patient. You took walks and all that. It just wasn't the same team that you were expecting to see. And honestly, I was not expecting of all the teams that Arkansas has played this year, for NC State to be the team that puts a stop to their College World Series run. But I guess that's the way it goes sometimes. It's unfortunate. It's disappointing. But, hey, there's always next year, right? Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC and MMA action. And before the next pitch, you can head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Just head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Right now, let's go to the phone lines and welcome in former Razorback baseball player. Great. We had him on last week. And we're going to have him on again as Dominic Ficaccio to talk about the series over the weekend as well as the Razorback season and where they go from here. Dominic, appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm surviving. I'm, I'm glad to be back, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's just start there, man. Like... How do you how do you put into words what happened last night with this Razorback baseball team, and how do you feel, and, and that it all came to an end in the Super Regionals? Well, um, I guess uh, <laughs> the easiest way to put it is uh, they they played better than we did, and um, you know I've I've always said it and <clears throat> I've lived it a little bit too, but come come time for postseason in college baseball, it's not about it's not about, you know, which team is, is better. 
it's about which team is, is hotter. And NC State came in as <clears throat> probably one of the, the hottest programs in the country. And, um, you know, they just they kind of took it to us in, in game two and three. And, um, you know, that's just, that's just the nature of the game in, in reality is, you know, you can, when you talk about football and basketball, you know, usually the team that's bigger, faster, stronger comes away with a victory every time. But in baseball, it's, it's such a beautiful game that, you know, anybody can win at every, at any moment. And, uh, yeah, NC State, man, they, I think they, uh, they had an eye-opening first game, and I don't think they showed up ready to play <clears throat> in game one. And, uh, you know, after you lose by 19 runs, you know, it really, it really opens your eyes. And and uh, they definitely came to play in game two and three. And, you know, like I said, that's just the nature of the game, man. You can't turn the switch on and off whenever you want to. You have to keep the switch on. Uh, for every pitch, and um, that's what they did in game two and three. And you know, I we got to tip our caps to them because uh, you know they played, they just played better baseball than we did, and unfortunately, they ended our season. Dom, how do you explain bouncing back from a game one like NC State had? Have you ever been a, a part of a game like that where? You just absolutely get crushed, and then you come back and you play well over the next couple of days. How how difficult is it to get back in a certain frame of mind and just go out and play baseball coming off a loss like that? Uh, I think you uh, I think you guys kind of already know the answer to that. Um, back in 2012, you know we had to travel to Baylor for the Super Regional, and they punished us in Game One, and uh, you know we. It was the same exact thing. You know, it opened our eyes. Um, and sometimes it takes a, a butt whooping like that to get you back on track. And so in 2012, you know, I think we lost uh, game one of the Super Regional, man, nine to, it wasn't as bad, but I think it was like nine to two. And to be honest with you, we were never really in the game. They, they put it on us from the first inning on. And um, I just remember. After the game, you know, we have our team meeting in, in the outfield. And uh, we all just kind of got together and, you know, Coach Van Horn said a few things that, you know, had us nodding our heads. And, you know, he said something along the lines of, you know what, that's why that's why this, this isn't a one-game series. You know, we got two more to make up for it. And uh, then we broke up into smaller groups, hitters and pitchers. And I just, I remember kind of standing in the, the middle of this circle with the hitters and uh, with Matt Reynolds. And, you know, we just kind of looked everybody in the eye and said, you know what? Tomorrow's not going to be our last game together. You know, I'm, this isn't going to be my last game playing with Matt and DJ and, and a handful of other guys. And, uh, you know, that kind of got everybody thinking, like, you know what? Man, it's not – it's just one game. Just one game. And, 
know what? If we win tomorrow, we're going to win the series. Because in all, in all honesty, in my opinion, I'm sure, um, you know, my, my ex-teammate would tell you the same thing. You know, game two of a series is, in, in most cases, it's the, uh, the momentum shift. You know, just because you go down uh, one game, you know, whoever wins game two, they've got the momentum going into game three. And that's kind of what happened. And we had to work our butts off to win that second game. And, uh, you know, it happened in a, in a weird fashion. But we were trailing going into the last inning. And we got some guys on. Uh, you know, they made one defensive error that, in all honesty, it, it would have ended our season. It was a tailor-made double play ball. And their shortstop, who was just incredible um, up until that point, he just he boots a routine ground ball, kept the inning alive for us, kept our season alive. And then next thing you know, they bring in the guy out of the bullpen and they hit two of our batters with the bases loaded to tie it, and then we walked it off, and you could just feel it. You know, we, you know, we ran onto the field, started jumping up and down, then we met in the outfield again. And Coach Van Horn, it was like the most energy we've seen out of him, positive energy we, we saw out of him the entire season. And he just gathered us together and he just said, no more game. And we just lost it. And went back to the hotel, got our minds right, showed up the next day, and we played, I'm telling you, the most stressful game. <laughs> For me, the most stressful game I've, I've ever been a part of. I mean, it was 0-0 going into the 10th inning. Um and we ended up going ahead and winning it one nothing, And it all came down to, in my opinion, it came down to that team meeting in the outfield after game one to get everybody's heads right. And because everybody's heads were down, and we're like, man, this team's pretty good. But it all came down to that team meeting in the outfield after game one, and it got our minds right, and we came out motivated to play. Uh, in game two, game three, and that's what got us to Omaha. And I I just feel like NC State probably had one of those exact same moments. And, uh, you know, it's just it's funny the way the game works out. But, you know, congratulations to them. And in all honesty, I'm, uh, at this point, I'm, I'm rooting for them. Well, okay, so, Dom, with um... – Losses, people will always question and kind of second-guess decisions. What do you think of Kevin Cobb starting Game Three? Um, you know what? We could all be you know Monday morning quarterbacks and looking back and start thinking that you know maybe it was the wrong move or something like that. But you know, Coach Van Horn said it yesterday during his his interview during the game is just. You know, do we, do we want to wait until we're possibly down a run or two to bring him in, at which point you never know if it might be too late at that point, or do we want to put our best arm out there from the beginning? And if they beat us, then, you know, we can say, hey, they, they beat our best. And, you know, it, Kevin went out there yesterday, and 
showed, you know, everybody, not just in the state of Arkansas, but across the country that, you know, he's, he's a warrior like no other. Being, being a guy that threw, you know, 20, 20 pitches the day before, and then he gets asked to go out there and start a game when he hasn't done that all year, um, you know, it, essentially it's like asking, you know, it's like if the Yankees ask Mariano Rivera to come in and start game seven of the World Series. And he went out there and he pitched eight innings through over 120 pitches, which is, it's almost unheard of for a starting pitcher. And he went out there and he absolutely just attacked guys and he pitched his ass off. And, you know, I mean, it was two swings. That's, that's it. That cost us that game yesterday. You know, he gave up a couple hits here and there, walked a guy or two. But it was only two big swings that they scored all their runs on. A two-run homer and a solo shot in the top of the ninth. And... You know, that's that's not bad at all. You know what I mean? It was it was incredible to watch and he did something that I don't I don't think anybody else uh, across college baseball um, would have done or could have done. I mean he went out there and gave us eight strong innings. Um you know, he only gave up three runs, and you know, in most cases, that would have been enough for us to win a game. And um, yesterday, you know, the the cards just weren't in our favor. And but um, to get back to the question, I just think you know what, you can't you can't blame anybody for wanting him to go out there and, and be our starting pitcher. And it was funny because I actually I was talking to a handful of my friends and, you know, some guys that that I coach with, um, and we all said, you know what, there's a huge difference between being a starter and having all that pregame preparation getting your mind right and having to go out there and start a game. And then being a bullpen guy where I think Kevin said it earlier this season where it's, it's kind of chaotic. You know, one second you're sitting in the dugout, next second you're running down to the bullpen and you have to get your arm loose and be ready to come in in, in just a couple of minutes. And it's really tough to do to change that mindset and get yourself ready to start a game instead of that chaotic feeling of just having to get ready on the spot real quick and come in. And, uh, you know, it really made me happy that um, when he started the game, he jogged in from the bullpen. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. That's exactly what I told everybody he should do. You know, make the process seem a lot more um, like what he's used to. And, you know, I was just, I was really happy to see it, man. I think it got everybody pretty pumped up, too. And he did, he did an absolute 
hell of a job, man. And we couldn't have asked for any more. I mean, people could say, yeah, well, we wish you wouldn't have given up any runs, but you can't ask that of a guy. That's, that's way too much. And what he did for us was absolutely incredible. And uh, in my opinion, even though we didn't get the win and, and he didn't get the win, I think he, he should have cemented himself yesterday as the Golden Spikes winner because nobody else would have been able to do that. Uh, I'm completely convinced that he's the only guy in the country that was capable of doing what he did yesterday, and it was, it was incredible to watch. We'll continue our discussion with Dominic Ficaccio here in just a second. But first, did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors that they make when it comes to some of the healthiest and best-tasting protein bars around? Hey, we're all about choices here, and Built Bar has plenty of them as well. Not only are they low-calorie and low-sugar, but high-protein and high-fiber, but they taste great, and they're so easy and convenient, especially when we're trying to keep our weight down during the lake season or the beach season or whatever you need to do. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can also get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And the best deal of all, if you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, Dom, one thing also that I think we all can agree that when it comes to Arkansas and the struggles they had is just they couldn't get the bats going. I, I mean, they have been a team that has averaged roughly around seven runs per game this season, and the defense really did a good job in, in NC State, but uh, you can't you can't win if you can't score, and it seemed like they struggled. And something that you mentioned when we were watching the game together is you looked at all the batting averages, you're like, it's just incredible. There's that, no Razorbacks batting over 300. Uh, just so what do you make of just the batting situation and and how Arkansas's offense was – it's almost like kind of weird because it's the amount of runs they scored this year was great, but it seemed like uh, it was all based on home runs or bust for a lot of time this season too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's um, – it, it's tough in a way to talk about it because when you leave the country in home runs, um, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty explosive and it's, it's fun to watch, but it's nerve wracking in a way. Um, and to watch, to, to look up at the scoreboard and see guy after guy come up to the plate with, you know, double-digit home runs, eight home runs, whatever it may be. Um, like I said last week, you know, anything can happen at any moment. We can we can get ourselves back in the game with one big swing of the bat. But that's a dangerous way to live. And um, the one thing that, you know, I saw yesterday, and it's, and it's really tough to control, especially in postseason. But what I saw yesterday was, you know, everybody wanted to be the guy that provided that one big swing of the bat. And, um, you know, like I said, it's very hard to control because when you're down there, you're adrenaline rushing. You do want to be the guy 
that produces. And like Wallace, he hit that home run, and everybody was back to being happy. But it, like I said, it's a very tough way to live when everybody is looking to take that big swing. And um, a lot of times, a lot of times, home runs, yes, we love them and they're great. But in a way, they are rally killers in a sense. Um, it's just, as far as momentum is concerned, you know, when, when guys are getting single, double, double, single, um, a walk, another walk, a single, a double, I mean, it just keeps the train rolling, you know, and it just the next guy that steps into the box wants to keep it going. And it's easier as a hitter, okay, and it was for me too, but you kind of locked in and you focused a little bit more and it was more fun to hit with runners on base. When you stepped into the box and you saw, oh, we got a guy on second base, so I got runners on first and third, there's a lot of different things that can happen. But when there's nobody on base, a lot of times you step into the box and your mentality is, all right, well, the only guy I can drive in right now is myself. And so you start thinking about taking those big swings. And yesterday, I'm not saying that's what the guys were thinking. And nobody can tell you what they were thinking other than themselves. Um, but it would have, I think it would have got the crowd into it. And that's a whole other story that I want to get to. But it would have gotten the crowd into it. I think it would have got the team going a little bit more if, you know, if we took a few less big swings and we're just, more focused. I know this. I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm, you know, attacking anybody here. But I think it would have motivated the guys and got the guys going a little bit more if we, if we just tried to go get runners on base and and keep the train rolling. Like I said, um, I think that would have got momentum back on our side a little bit because you saw it on their side too. I mean, they had that one big swing of the bat early in the game, and then they didn't do much after that until the top of the ninth inning. And, you know, I just, I, I tip my caps to, to all the guys in the lines because regardless of what I say, they did an incredible job this year. And, you know, what, what I have to say <clears throat> doesn't, doesn't matter very much, if at all. But, um, you know what, regardless of, of the fact that we, led the country in homers and you know yesterday we we look up and there's you know Charlie Welch was the only guy with a batting average of 300 or higher it doesn't really matter because what we did all season long worked there's a reason we were the number one seed for almost the entire season and that's a that's an incredibly incredibly tough thing to maintain and you know what? It, it worked, and it wasn't broke. So if it, ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
And you know what? It was just it's tough to change your game plan, you know, this late in the season. And it worked out for us, like I said. So, you know what? I don't I don't blame them for sticking with what they did the entire season because it got us to this point. And you know what? There's a real good chance that it was still going to work. And you know what? It, yesterday, it, it just didn't. So it's a bummer, but... You know, it was a great season regardless. Well, Dom, man, we appreciate you coming on with us. It's always great to talk with you. Obviously, we wish we could talk to you in a more happier sense of Arkansas moving on. But (laughs) either way, man, like you said, it was a great ride, and we appreciate you coming on with us. And, hey, next baseball season, man, it'll be another great one as well. It always is, man. Coach Van Horn and and the staff, you know what? This is – I told John earlier, I go, this is a baseball university. You know, we – we live and we, we base everything around the baseball program and all reality. And year after year, Coach Van Horn brings in, you know, new new classes and new ball players that just seem to come right in and fit right in and we'll be right back we'll be right back here next season, I will guarantee it. Well we can't wait to have it, man. Appreciate it. Uh we'll be catching up with you later down the road, all right, my man? Uh sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 